I'm Mark. I'm Lisa. And we are Living Living Through through the the Getting getting there. There. So here we are. We're back in the studio after a brief hiatus. A brief hiatus. We had a lot going on. Hopefully you were not annoyed with us for having to post a repeat episode. It's probably good to have people, maybe who knew listeners who hadn't heard Mm -hmm. the first one, Mm -hmm. to let them hear the first one. That's what I thought. That's why we did it instead of not putting anything out for the week. I figured we'll just, maybe new listeners didn't get a chance to go back and hear older episodes. It was actually a very smart one. What I'm thinking is, if that ever happens again, that's what we'll do. We'll just repeat, like, episode two. Yeah, we would have to repeat episode two next time. Yeah, and then that way people can get themselves caught up, mm-hmm. maybe. Or Now, we're not discouraging anybody from going back and listening to past episodes. Well, true, yeah. Obviously. You probably should. It would definitely behoove you. Yes, it's a grand idea. It's such a good idea. Nobody says you can't do that. No. And the episodes aren't necessarily uh, done in any particular order. Not to say that there won't be a double, a, a part one and part two. Right. You just never know. But right. anyways, so we... If there was a part one and part two, we would certainly play part well, one first. Doi, that's what we would <laughs> release first, right? Yeah. We'd be like... Obviously. And, Obviously. You know... Anyways, we don't want to dive too deep into the uh, behind-the-scenes type decisions st- stuff right now. Yeah. Right. So anyways, we just want to focus on what we're talking about today, which I believe has something to do with Windows. Yes. my mo- And I'll just preface this with a little little story. Okay. A little anecdote, I guess this is called. Mm-hmm. The other day, my mom picks me up and takes me to work every almost every day. My right. mom takes me to work, right? And so the other day, she picked me up, and it was a little bit foggy, and I was like, "Oh, it's foggy out," which I actually said, "It's froggy out," because that's what our daughter used to say. It's froggy out. It's mm-hmm. the cutest thing ever. Yeah. It's froggy out. So it was it was foggy. So I made a comment about it being foggy, and my mom's response was to tell a story about when she was younger, where she lived. And how she was, you know, she was young, but not, you know, she, I don't know how old she was. But she was younger. She still lived at home. She wasn't married or anything. And it was really foggy. And my grandparents' house was kind of in a little bit of a valley. And so when my mom looked out the window, she saw all this fog and she was kind of hesitant to get in the car and, and drive to where she needed to go. But, you know, she she did it anyway. And she said as soon as she came to the top of the hill, um, it was clear as could be. And it just made me think of kind of like a window, like are we living in a window perspective and how we need to be careful not to do that because there's so much more beyond what we can just see right outside our own window. True. And the, uh, the window perspective and idea Definitely lends itself to many different paths in which we could t- talk about. Oh, yeah. And so, as you were saying that, I started to think of, so, yes, we we 
can certainly have a narrow view and there so I, I look at views in certain there's the view you have from your own world which would which I would say would be like your household let's just say your household for mm-hmm. simplification mm-hmm. right and then there's your community and so what's your view of that and then your country and then the world you know there's many different views and so the danger if i hear you right mm-hmm. is being too wrapped up in your just looking out your own little window without really much having much perspective on outside of you well that's a really good perspective right. but that's not where i was going oh okay. my mindset was my thought process was you always kind of go a little bit deeper or like in a different direction than okay. what i'm initially thinking mm-hmm. but i think you're i think that your viewpoint is is very relevant well i can be swayed what was your well, I was, it's not or really maybe like it can be both isn't, isn't wrong i mean but it's just bigger than what i was thinking oh okay i was thinking how you know just being short-sighted in general you know like if we don't if we're if what we see outside our own vantage point is scary or daunting we don't go outside of our like we don't want to go we don't want to exit yeah and unless we exit and like go up to the top of the hill and see that oh wow it's really clear it can be da- it can be dangerous because it stops us from going outside of our own well, little comfort zone. Yeah, no, I think our I think our two different thoughts are lining up properly because that's kind of what I'm saying. If you're in your own little zone mm-hmm. and you let's say you're looking out and the fog is keeping you from going any further out. Correct. And or you th- or you know Maybe you're thinking that, well, if it's foggy out my window, it is everywhere. Right. And it's probably not. Correct. So I think our... Especially, especially since my mom's house was kind of in a valley. Yeah. Isn't that pretty interesting? She was in the valley and it was Mm -hmm. foggy in the valley, you know, like our highs and our lows. So that can, that can speak to not only your, uh... You know, that valley can be, like, if I hear you right, you could be in, like, a valley personally of, like, your mental, emotionally, your mental state, whatever. Correct. You know, even a spiritual valley. Yes. You know, that Pete, you know. Right. And I think we've talked about that in a previous episode Mm -hmm. of just being, feeling far from the Lord or what have you. So, the window perspective can be like I was saying earlier, can be many, can have many different views. So I was, you know, and I was thinking about windows and Mm -hmm. so there's different windows. You got big old bay windows that'll let you see your more of your neighborhood. So I was thinking, so over the, over the summer, I'm sure many of you remember the big story was the the like billionaire submarine oh, that gosh. 
imploded apparently while it was on a dive to see the Titanic, right? Right, right. So that was the big deal. And I remember looking at that craft and... Getting claustrophobic? Well, no, I I probably would. But I was looking at it and thinking of the situation and the actual physical craft now I'm talking about. And the The design of it, there was what seemed to be... I didn't see it close up. I never saw it in person, obviously. But looking at pictures, there seemed to be just one tiny little round window. Oh, my gosh. And and I'm thinking, like... How could anybody see anything anyway? Well, yeah, my first thought was these people paid, like, a large amount of money to go on this, uh, this adventure... To see the Titanic through a tiny little window. Did they have? Did they have like a little robot eye that was gonna like a like a like a robotic telescope or something? I don't know. That was gonna take kind of like a what am I saying? Like a remote? Well, yeah, robotic, like, something like something other that would go well, outside. That, that was outside of the vessel. That was part of my thought because I was thinking like, if I'm gonna pay all this money to like go see the Titanic where it sits at the bottom of the ocean. I mean, and then I then I look at the craft in the little window, and I'm thinking, well, quite honestly, I thought, is that going to be worth it? Like to go and look through this little window? If it's going to be black, you wouldn't even like, be able to see. Well, I'm sure they had lights on the on the craft, like yeah, you know. I, guess. I, I mean, True. and I'm sure they could. You know, there's probably a camera on the outside. I don't know. Maybe there was a mm-hmm. um, like a video feed inside mm-hmm. you know i don't know for sure well i but know it, that there was because i remember seeing like they showed pictures of the people inside the inside the craft i thought i don't know i, I thought but I, I don't remember but i don't know maybe the door was open and they were looking in you know and i don't you know there's a lot about you know the the depth of the sea and you know like vessels that that are designed to go that deep have to be very structurally sound because the pressure of the outside ocean you know like the whole ocean surrounding this little vessel weight is extreme so you know when you design a vessel maybe there's only so much room for a tiny little window because it has to be so much has to be dedicated to the structure, but anyway, right? But my, windows probably it's aren't really, as, as um, it's really fortified, I guess. Well, I don't know. I'm if that's sure the right they word. use a high pressure glass that can't glass. be like I don't know what kind of glass it is, but no, anyway, strong. I don't know. That just kind of led me on that trail, thinking yeah. about windows, but but that's a very good point. That I think, it's, and it it speaks to what we're talking in about. A, well, I think in a relevant in, way. In that thought, my thought to that was, what is the cost of your limited view? And now, so in that situation, and like I said, now there's of course there's the experience of being like physically that deep in the ocean, which mm-hmm. is probably thrilling. And, you know, and then even to see such a legendary artifact 
in person, even through a little window, is probably pretty amazing because there's such a folklore behind it. And, you know, and, and so I'm, so now I'm not really talking about the cost of the affordability aspect. I'm leading into what is the actual cost to you of having a tiny little that's a Vantage really point. right. That's that's a really that's what I'm getting really at, you know? really good point. And there's a lot of different directions we can take that too. But to just try and remain focused on on that aspect because I think that that's really good. Um, what what has been the cost in your experience of limited views? Do you have any relatable life experience that you can tell us about? Well, I mean. How has it affected you in your in your walk of life, in your living through the getting there? Well, I would think that uh, so before, let's say, um, let's use the hip term B.C., before Christ. Before Christ. Um, yeah. I would have to say that. Um, and I actually that term I I hesitate to use that term actually. Why? Well, um, it's true. I would say yes. Yeah, so before like before I had a realization of like a personal relationship with the Lord, mm-hmm. I think that throughout my early life there I have always had a certainly a knowledge. Of the Lord, like you know, I, 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 I can't remember a time where I ever seriously questioned the existence of God. I don't think because right, but I think when you but, say BC, you're not referring to to that. You're referring to your personal relationship with Christ as Lord of your life. Yeah, when I when when I made that decision to to like yes, uh, you know, there's. You know, when I fully grasped and understood the the relevance and what it meant, you know, mm-hmm. like what the yeah. Lord did, you know. So I think I think that so, you saying but, BC isn't a disparaging. No, remark no, I just anything. I just don't, you know I just what I mean it's okay. not that big a deal. Okay. And where I'm going. Okay. Um, so anyway, moving on. So the the idea that uh, my my life was certainly more a uh, small portal window of uh, looking at things for the self. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't, you know, my focus generally was not others focused mm-hmm. or outside of my own realm. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I, like I, I knew God was there. I believe God was there, but I, my personal um, aspect of that was not like an outward. So mm-hmm. the things that I did or say or what have you were not focused on God. So therefore, they weren't you know, my actions and my thoughts and words were not necessarily to benefit him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? 
So that's probably one of the major things to mm-hmm. answer your question. Right. Right? Yeah. Now, do you mm-hmm. have a thought on that? Uh, generally, generally the same. Um, you know, when my, when my portal window was without Christ, it was just more worldly, more temporal, more just... So just temporal and, you know, cause even now with Christ, I mean, I struggle with selfishness and how is it going to, you know, not, and we had talked about this in one of the other episodes about just being inconvenienced and, and not being okay. I'm not okay with, um, being aggravated at being inconvenienced anymore where before I may have said, and this may be growth in Christ too, but just a more eternal point of view and just trying to live with a more um, Christ-centered mindset. And I feel like my, now some people may say, you know, when you're walking with Christ and you're trying to live in a godly biblical manner, that your view is more narrow but I disagree with that. I feel like my view is is bigger because all of a sudden it's more focused on serving others, serving glorifying God by serving others. And I feel like that's that renewal of your mind. The Bible speaks about how when we're in Christ, he renews our mind. And I feel like my mind has been renewed because he's given me a different perspective now. If that makes sense. Well, it does. Sure. That. It felt a little confusing coming out of my mouth. So well, I could try to re-explain. No, you don't need to. I don't think. I don't think you need to do okay. that. You can kind of clarify what I said. If I'll give it a shot. Okay. You're good at that. I mean, I think just what you're saying is that the. The. Uh. The mindset of a be- you becoming a believer mm-hmm. has actually caused you to look outward and react differently to others that may not have been the case prior. Yeah. See, you, so do, you do a good job you, of that. You, and that's ultimately should be the goal of a believer is to be others focused and Mm -hmm. to put others scripture says to put others ahead of yourself yeah and it all you know it says to love your neighbor as yourself right and quite frankly i i'll be the first to admit i think i probably fail pretty miserably at that a lot of times i do too i mean that's a that is a convicting statement Mm -hmm. and so but this the a statement like that i think is in scripture to remind us that we are following one who did not have a problem doing that yeah right so right. um but uh, you know obviously when when you are god you know you have a very wide window yeah. You're actually not limited by a window. Right. So um 
the so the idea of you know your what your window is how how is your window uh hindering you let's yeah. look at it that well, way and, and even even as you're talking i'm thinking um, I'm looking, I'm sitting and I'm looking out the window and all I see out the window, I see, I see the curtain, but it just takes up part of the the wind, the curtain is blocking part of the outside. Right. And all I see is, I see a, a telephone line or whatever that line is out there. It's not, I don't think it's an electrical line, but no, I don't know. Whatever. From, whatever. Power line, line uh, yeah, utility sort of, line. Yeah. Right. Some sort of line. Mm-hmm. And then I see leaves. From a tree. I don't even see the branches themselves. Most of it's ivy because our trees are covered with ivy. And so beyond that, I see branches of across the street. Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of see more ivy and I can kind of see some what look like, you know, maybe some dead branches all right. from so the tree. We don't need to see. This I is mean, all. I have a point. Okay. I have, like, I'm, I'm giving a very descriptive view of, view what, I'm of what you're seeing out our window. right this is all i see and that that's all i can see and if i walk around with just you know if someone said to me what does the outside look like and all i i can only answer what i see right now and i don't have any other opinion or understanding of what's beyond that that's going to be all i see and that's going to be all i think I want to think bigger than that. I want to think more than that. Right. If you would cut down the trees and, that I'm looking at right now, you would, I would see a, a huge expanse. Well, not huge because, I mean, it's still you know a small area of what I'm seeing. But being able to see the sky, I could see that there's an expanse there. Right now, looking out the window, I can't see any sort of expanse. So are you saying then what are what is that leading to as far as... Walking in the, short-sightedness uh, versus yeah. walking in a, an understanding that there's more out there than just what I see right, right in front right. of my face. So then somebody outside of the the Christian view could say, well, you are, you, you are limited by the view of what the Bible says. So that how does how would one reconcile that and be like well no that's the that's the question of the day you know the question of that's a that's a good question how do you answer that question because i view the bible as truth i view god as creator and i hold the bible as the absolute truth and so there is going to be a difference of opinion with what I think to be true versus somebody who doesn't think that the Bible is the absolute truth. Right. And I, I think I say that only to say that someone coming from the other perspective who's telling you that mm-hmm. has a window as well mm-hmm. because whatever their agenda is... Mm-hmm. Um, is either challenged or somehow threatened by what the Bible might say. Mm -hmm. So 
their window is just providing a different view. Mm-hmm. And so that that's that's kind of what I mean by the the expanding means of the view. So the 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 window uh, or or getting past the window and trying to see okay well what are you looking at through your window why do you feel that way you know mm-hmm. and trying to see okay i guess what i'm trying to say is like what do i what can i do to to get a, a view through somebody else's window to understand where they're coming from and then take that experience and with that knowledge mm-hmm. looking out my window and how can that benefit i think you know what i mean well true and i think if i'm hearing you correctly my answer would be to look out their window with them Mm-hmm. you know to try and say like okay so if you you're on the other side of the of you're on the other like you can't see the window that i'm sitting where i'm sitting you can't see the window i'm looking out i, I can but if see you it but over, i can't but, see exactly right. what but you see but if you come over beside me right beside me and we're looking out the same window mm-hmm. then we can find our commonalities we could find some things that are we can find some common ground and then from there try and understand their perspective and maybe hopefully prayerfully they would be able to understand our perspective i think it's a little bit easier for for us as christians to understand the perspective of the non-christian or the person who doesn't believe because we've been where they've been in a sense we've been non-christian so we could say you know just like as a parent you can say to your your eight-year-old, nine-year-old, ten-year-old, or whatever, um, you can say to your your kid, mm-hmm. hey, I've been there. I've been the one who's been left out of a birthday party. I've been the one who um, was hurt in a particular way or manner or found excitement about, you know, a first boyfriend or a first girlfriend. You know, we, we can relate to them because we've been where they've been. And so I think that just finding that my bo- I guess I'm just saying that finding that, you know, commonality to where we can be relate to relate with the other person and build a relationship before we start trying to point out what we see out of our window. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, so. I think I think what I'm saying is so coming from our viewpoint, whatever other person's said reason for saying, oh, well, you're you know, you're just looking through a narrow window mm-hmm. and then us having animosity or whatever towards that person for whatever their perspective might be. That might be kind of, you know, not line line up with, you know, the word or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, we automatically might say, okay, well, you know, that person is bad or mean or whatever. Instead of like going to the extreme and and not 
at least trying to know where that person's going you know and talk it out is definitely you know remaining in the narrow window Thanks for listening. Yes, thanks for listening. And remember to check out our website, lttgt.com. What am I going to find when I get there? Well, you'll find links to be able to see our merch selections. Cool. You'll be able to send us emails, mm-hmm. good or bad or otherwise. We're willing to take it all. That's right. And become part of our email list Mm -hmm. to stay up to date with the release of things like new episodes and the release of things like what else new i don't know maybe some swag it'll all be available on that website it'll all be available also links to various podcast outlets where you can hear us Mm -hmm. on your various devices nice share us on social media that's right share with your friends especially if you like it And even if you don't, share with your friends because they might like it. Hey, we're always up for a healthy debate. Mm -hmm. So please check it out, lttgt.com. Thank you, and we'll see you next time.